Hello, and welcome back to A Bite Out of Bethel, where food is not just a way of gaining nourishment, but a way of sharing culture, memories, and love. This week, we'll be continuing where we left off with Bev Hoffman. If you missed last week's episode, don't forget to catch up anywhere you find your podcasts or on the KYUK website. That's kyuk.org. And now that you are, or you have moved out, you are living with other people, how does that compare to the foods you and your husband eat and make now? You know, um, I still love curried mousse. We we grow a lot of our food. Um, I grow enough potatoes to last us all winter. I process enough fish by uh, jars, kippers, smoke, freezing fish. So we have a lot of fish through the winter. And then um, family provides mousse. So we... We get a lot of um, we get a lot of wild foods, and I gather berries. So, like I'm over two gallons of blueberries, and um, it really it's um, almost not that much different. And that I tell people when they say, "Oh, it's so expensive to live in Bethel." To me, it's not because you need to learn how to live here. You need to gather fish and berries and grow your own food. Um, And even with jobs, we grew our own food. Uh, Right now, I I don't like Brussels sprouts, but my husband loves Brussels sprouts. So now I'm growing Brussels sprouts, Swiss chard and lettuce and enough potatoes for winter. And um, yeah, the one thing my Dad always loved, Jimmy loved fresh salad. He loved lettuce and tomato. And so we grew up with salad, which is unusual. Um, Always had a lot of head lettuce that I don't know, you know, if it came from the army base across the river or where it came from. But we always seemed to have, you know, fresh iceberg lettuce and tomatoes. That's such an interesting food to have. I mean, I think it's wonderful that living here, Bethel has always been pretty subsistence based. Yep. And I love the right. I love the fact that it still is. That no matter what time or how modern we get, you could know that in the summer people are berry picking, they're fishing, Mm -hmm. they're moose hunting, they're caribou hunting in the fall. Yeah. Like it's such a. I love how it works like clockwork. Always gathering food. Mm-hmm. It's our way of life for thousands and thousands of years, and it's still something that we need to protect, you know. And um, the things that worry me are the decline of those foods. And I think, what would life be if we didn't have that? Who prepares the food in your household now? Well, I'm I'm kind of the breakfast cook on weekends and then if my husband John he he cooks um, I would say 90% of the time dinners and we rarely go out for dinner to a restaurant Um, and I'll cook the other 10% Um, for example I went out to the garden and grabbed Swiss chard and cooked it in garlic and made Swiss chard enchiladas mm. and it's to die for. It's so good. And um, so I, I cook, but 
mostly he's amazing. Women call him for recipes. My kids, they're both excellent cooks, too, um, because they grew up. This is the food that we prepare. This is the food that we eat. And so they're one's in their 40s, the other in their 30s, and they're amazing cooks. And thanks to their dad, because that's who they call. Mine is, um, if it's, it has to do with sourdough or Mexican food or burritos or kippered salmon chowder, <laughs> that's who they call. Yeah. I heard your cookies are amazing as well. Oh, Yes, but I don't make those too much because it's like sourdough. If I make a salioc or breads or pizza dough, man, I am giving it away so fast because I can only exercise so much to, to you know, deal with my eating habit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I make a mean fudge and um, for especially for the Christmas cookie classic that supports our pool. And a ginger cookie with just a dash of cayenne. And it seemed like there was one other thing I made. Oh, just, I make fish cutout cookies and sprinkle them like they're fish. And people seem to like that. That's so cute. Of I course. I know. i just like, wow, this went over big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you could recommend another dish that you make, what would it be? Oh, golly. Well, I I swear I probably make a 1,000 burritos a year. I eat burritos like people eat sandwiches. And I love that they made those low-carb tortillas. <laughs> okay, yay. It's not so many carbs. But I'm known for kind of my burritos and my Mexican food. And the other thing I used to bring to Emmy was um, an enchilada casserole mm-hmm. with, um, and it's still one of my go-to if I, I love Mexican food. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, while we're on the topic about things that you make, I heard you make fantastic sourdough and you've had starters that have been aging for years. Yeah, 121 years now. Wow. It was um, brought over the Chilku Trail and I got it from um, the late Jerry Hout. He was a fish and wildlife um, biologist here. And I um, got it in 1975 and before he passed, I made sure to call him up on the phone. He lived in Washington and ask him again about this sourdough so that I knew. Because not only do I enjoy using it and making things for people just to give away, I use the starter now as a fundraiser trying to get a community gym. It's a very special sourdough, and I, I refresh it once a week so that there's always sourdough. If somebody says, can I buy some sourdough for the gym? Yes, you may, and they get their recipe. It has an excellent sourdough carrot cake that it says, worth its weight in gold. (laughs) And it's the best. And we've made my friend Janet and my sister-in-law, Jill Hoffman, and my sister Jerry, we have made this cake for weddings. It's very funky. If they want a fancy wedding cake, don't call me. Um, you know, <laughs> um, and and so the sourdough 
It's so fun to share. I dehydrate it. I mail it out to people with the recipes. I get calls all the time about um, what's wrong with it, or I, I accidentally didn't save some. So it's in the last uh, five years of sharing, maybe 10 years, maybe more, um, it's become like this wonderful thing. I thought, we need a gym. I, we need to raise money. Similar with the cookies, we need a pool. We need to start making Christmas cookies to fund it. And how many years did that take? Yeah, it took a long time. Um, and it's amazing how successful it's been. And people wanted to carry jars home, but they'll explode. Mm -hmm. All that yeast will bubble up and explode in an airplane, and it has with people that tried to paint it home. So I started dehydrating it. And, and grinding it up in, um, I bought a coffee grinder, grind it up. And um, I'm sure it looks like, well, I won't even say what it looks like, but it's, <laughs> it's sourdough. <laughs> and that doesn't kill the yeast? No. You react, sometimes it takes two or three times to really get that bubbly. But everyone that I've sent it to have had great success with it. And I get pictures and... Of people's wow. bubbly and sourdough. Yeah, it's really wonderful. Well, this is, wow, not to slide in, but this is my petition to grab some if I can or buy yeah. some. Yes. Yeah. yeah There's definitely. nothing more I'd love than having some nice salmon chowder and With some sourdough, sourdough bread. bread. <laughs> oh, I'll do that. I'll bring some over and then, uh, you know, I'll gift it to you. But you have to promise to make Christmas cookies. Or <laughs> I will donate to okay. the jam. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're here on Food Network KYUK and you're telling me you don't cook? I do cook. I love cooking. I love baking. I do. I Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got you signed up already. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can just call BCSF and they'll go to bcsf.org. They'll have all the information how you can donate to the cause. You said BCSF. Ooh, uh, Bethel Community Service Foundation is bcsfoundation.org. Phew. All right, you heard it here. Please go donate. Please get Bethel a gym. <laughs> yeah, and I'll send you sourdough. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How do you I'm sorry back to this? How do you think that cooking has affected your relationship with those around you? Oh, you know, Bethel's always been about food. Our social gatherings really all, all my adult life growing up here and even my youth, it always has been about food, socializing around food. Now growing up, my dad liked a quiet dinner table because we were really a kind of a noisy family, and I learned the word meditate very early in life. But um, my friends and the way I raised my kids, dinner time and lunch time and breakfast time was a time to, you know, what you doing today or how did your day go? And so it's been always social. Um, we have had the most incredible dinners Um with friends and family, um, and still, you know, it's how I get together with people. Um, 
And now that we have these uh, COVID concerns and we are in this bubble with friends that are vaccinated and we feel good. And we, and we have gatherings based around celebrating food. And what role do you think food plays in community in general? It ties us all together. Um, it's really fun. I am on social media. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, and I love seeing what people are doing. And And it, it just—I know some people might get annoyed because they don't get to eat. Gosh, but they can cook this stuff. They Everybody can cook. Everybody can boil an egg if they do it the right way, right? Um, but <laughs> it— um, it's so wonderful to see how it ties the community together. And when Renea Thanis put together um, at the part of the um, uh, culture center over there, the first, uh, what do they call it, um, Bites of Bethel? Or oh, the Taste of Bethel. Taste of Bethel. I was just like floored what people were making here. Mm-hmm. And, and. It's so funny because this morning I was having coffee with a couple of friends, and we were talking about the Palumis and Mimosa and what she's doing out of the airport. And, you know, we talk about food all the time and share recipes. And, like, um, Sunday, somebody's sourdough starter just wasn't quite what they wanted. And I said, oh, add yeast to it and make some bread. Oh, they didn't. And it ended up to be the most delicious bread. She just loved it. And her sourdough is going to be fine. Or she'll come see me. <laughs> but um, what was your question? <laughs> you answered it perfectly. Oh, okay. It what ties was us all together. Oh, yeah. And I don't yeah. know. I That's part of the reason that I wanted to create this. I love the fact that I know me and my friends talk about food consistently. We love talking about recipes. We love sharing recipes. We talk about what we've eaten. And I think the fact that you can do that with, I don't know, it just makes yeah, gatherings yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I often tell my husband, you know, he because he's the most excellent cook, um, I have my top, paella. I don't know if you've ever had paella. It's a Spanish dish, whatever. It's like goulash, but it's paella with saffron. And he gets gifted saffron and from people hoping they'll come to dinner at her house <laughs> or paella. And then he makes this most incredible meatloaf that I love. And ch- chicken, eggplant, parmesan, <laughs> these are things that... You go, oh, what do you want for dinner? And duck, oh, yes, Thai duck is uh, just, yeah. So it's so funny because, um, you know, it was his birthday the other day. And we just ended up cooking together because he knew I'd screw up the steak, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but we ended, yeah, and that's that's the other joyful thing is that we often do prepare together. He does the main dish and I'll do the salads and we try not to eat too much sourdough bread, but um, you know, I'm I'm the um what do we what do they call it? sous chef. Mm-hmm. Sous chef. That's me. Yeah. So is that the secret? If I drop off some spices at your house <laughs> yeah. one day I'll get an invitation. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll 
tell John you're on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been... I don't know. I love having conversations with with people about food and finding out about their life. Well, it's so wonderful that you're here and so wonderful to see you as a young adult coming back to Bethel and sharing sharing yourself and being involved in this community. Guyana. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. Let's eat.